Hey everyone, and welcome to the Doug and No Degen podcast. We are going to recap Thursday's games, and I'm going to give a brief preview of the Friday games. It is quite late, uh, as some of the games did go pretty late. So that's that's what we're going to do for today. It's going to be fairly quick, and uh, we're going to give you some insight. Well, at least I'm going to give you some insight on what I think for the Friday games. Um, if it's anything like the Thursday games, I don't know what to tell you. You might be on your own just because uh, I'll just say it was pretty wild, pretty wild with some of the games, and uh, we're going to get into it right now. We are going to go by time, so I'm going to start with the first game, my Michigan Wolverines against Colorado State. Michigan 75, Colorado State 60. Colorado State 63. It was a good game. I'll just say that. Good game. Michigan played well at times. Got the job done. You know, they're moving on. Now we have South Dakota State in Providence. Now, I didn't much watch a ton of this game, but what I did see, Providence looked pretty good. Um, now, South, South Dakota State was one of the teams that many people I felt were picking and justifiably stowed. so they held their own uh, as a 13 seed against a four but Providence just got it done now Memphis and Boise State Memphis winning 64 to 53 again Memphis they were just the better team I'll just say that uh, very good game though very good game now, on to a not very good game here. 16 seed Nor- Norfolk State against the number one seed Baylor. 85-49. Come on. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, it's sort of what to, what you what you would expect. Uh, the next game here, again, this is what I would expect. Now, this was uh, number 14 Longwood against number three Tennessee. This is kind of what I expected. Now, Tennessee is coming into this tournament looking pretty darn good. They won 88-56. to 56. So, dominant performance. They're in, in against my Michigan Wolverines on Saturday, and it's going to be a battle, I think. But Tennessee looks really good. Now, obviously the Michigan game was an upset. Here we are with another big upset of the day. One many had, I didn't see it coming, but it was, regardless, a great game. Richmond beating Iowa. Richmond has a uh, 12 seed beating a 5 seed. I guess that's a trend, happens a lot. Richmond pulled it off 67-63. to 63. It was a close game. Right down to the wire. What a good game. Next game here, Georgia State and Gonzaga. Now, Georgia State as a 16 seed, Gonzaga as a one seed. At half, Gonzaga was only up by two. So I'm, I'll just say Gonzaga did not play the best half, their first half, their first little bit. They didn't do a whole lot. Second half, though, different story. They outscored them 58 to 39. And took control of the game. You're the number one seed in the tournament. You're putting up 93 points. 
in the first round. Like, that's ridiculous. I, you know, I, I guess it's what to be expected. Now, I am going to quickly go through Chet Holgram's, Holgram's line because it was absolutely ridiculous. Probably the line of the night. So, 19 points, 17 rebounds. He was 8 of 13 from the field. So, very efficient. 3 of 5 from free throw. Maybe could work on that, I guess. 5 assists, 2 steals, and 7 blocks. For a freshman coming into the tournament, that is what you do. That's that's what you need to do. And what a game by him. Now I'm going to move on here. Uh, Marquette, North Carolina. This was not much of a game. North Carolina put up 95 points and beat Marquette. Marquette only scored 63. It was not much of a game. I did not watch much of it just because from the very start, North Carolina just just put it to them. Not one of the best games of the night. Now, again, like I said there, with the 13 or sorry, the 12 and the five seeds, we have New Mexico State upsetting Connecticut. Connecticut was the five seed. I I expected better of Connecticut. They just were not very good. Like, you can't show up and just expect to be the 12 seed. It's just not going to happen. Now, here is probably the game of the tournament. This is where everyone's brackets got busted. Surely it did. I mean, mine was busted way before with the, with the uh, Iowa loss. But number 16... Uh, number 15, number 15 seed, St. Peter's, went up against number two, Kentucky, and beat them by six in overtime. The game was close the whole way through. At the half of the first half, they were tied at 37. Both teams, same thing. At the end of the second half, they were tied Again, they both scored the same amount of points going into overtime, and then St. Peter just pulled it off. I mean, I'm not going to say that there's an issue in Kentucky, but they do got to sort it out because that's, you know, I don't know if it's acceptable for the way that they're playing. That's just just my opinion. But we're going to move on here because we still have a couple more games to speak about and a whole slate ahead to talk about. So we have Creighton and San Diego State, another great game, going into overtime, and Creighton pulling off the victory. Now, if you watch the first half of this game, and even the second quarter, San Diego State just dominated, but couldn't close the game out, left Creighton with room to kind of get in there, tie it up, bring it to overtime, and they pulled it off. Um, Big win by them. Now, here's one of our play-in games. Um, again, the ever so dangerous five and 12 seeds, uh, five seed St. Mary's against the 12 seed Indiana and the five seed got it done. They got it done this time. Uh, St. Mary's dominated 82 to 53, not much of a game. And, uh, next is one of the games I had, um, as an upset, what I thought was going to happen was number four Arkansas against number 13 um, Vermont. Now, I picked this as an upset early, 
And I was convinced it was going to be an upset. And it was a four-point win for Arkansas. So no upset, but much, much closer than you would expect. Um, Vermont played well. They played really well. Um, obviously, Arkansas had so much more talent, but the plan that Ar- uh, Vermont implemented certainly worked, but they just fell short. Now, the next game, again, I was watching the Vermont and Arkansas game sort of flipping. Number four, UCLA, with an almost upset. Like they, they, they pulled it off against number 12, Akron, but it was close all the way through. I expect more from UCLA. I definitely expect more from them. I mean, they had a, they had a four point win. It was fifty seven fifty three. I expect so much more from that team. I just was not impressed for a team with such high potential, and especially with Kentucky being out. Um, this is definitely something that they should be, you know, elevating their game for. Now we have two more games left here: San Francisco and Murray State as a ten seven matchup. Another incredible game, another overtime game. Murray State pulls it off 92-87. to This game was absolutely excellent. What a game. And the last game of the night, not much of a game. <laughs> we had the other play-in game, Texas Southern against Kansas. And Kansas as a one seed just kind of took it to them. 83-56 to final. Now, before I get into the Friday games, I'm going to go through the Saturday schedule. Now, the the lines aren't necessarily out on this, but the the first game of the day, we have North Carolina at Baylor. North Carolina being the 8 seed, Baylor being the 1 seed. Should be a good game. Um especially the way North Carolina came out playing Baylor. It it should be one hell of a game. I'm really excited. Second game of the night, uh, we have Creighton, Kansas. Now, Creighton needs to pick up their game. They need to play better. I don't think it'll be much of a game, but, you know, it, it very well could be. I mean, crazier things have happened. Look at what happened with St. Peter over Kentucky today. The third game, which I'm most interested in, is my Michigan Wolverines as an 11 seed against the number three Tennessee Volunteers. Now, I'm I'm just going to say, I I, I don't think Michigan really stands much of a chance. I I hope they do. And the line, the early line is out on this game as of now. And Michigan is the underdog by six points. I think they could cover that. I think they could. But I I just don't see them winning. It should be a close, good game, though. Um, But I guess, you know, it is what it is. I don't even know if they should be in the tournament if if we're we're getting there. Um, next game here we have number four Providence against number twelve Richmond. So Richmond obviously pulling the upset should be a very close game. This is like a sneaky good game. I'm I'm pretty excited for the next game we have here, number four UCLA against number five St. Mary's. So a four five matchup. U, UCLA needs to play better. They need to elevate their game. Otherwise, I don't know what's going to happen here. Now, the next game is 
pretty crazy here. So we have the number 15, St. Peter, against number 7, Murray State. Let's rally behind St. Peter. Why not? Let's uh, let's just see what they can do. And uh, hopefully, hopefully pull up another crazy upset here at this point. Let's see total chaos. And then uh, two more games of the night. We have number 4, Arkansas, who, you know, pulled off that game against Vermont. Against number 12, New Mexico State. So that should be an excellent game. Arkansas, obviously, I think needs to prove it. They need to elevate their game a little bit, but I think they'll get it done. And then the last game of the night, we have Memphis against Gonzaga. So Penny Hardaway is a good coach, but so is Mark Few. And uh, I don't think Gonzaga is going to have an issue, but it should be a really good game regardless. And now we are going to go through the Friday games. So kind of did a little backwards since I was talking about the Thursday games and the Saturday times were out. Figured I'd throw that in there. Now here we are with the Friday games. We're going to start with uh, Sister Jean and Loyola Chicago against uh, Ohio State. So 10-7 matchup. I don't like Ohio State. So, you know, I'm leaning towards Loyola Chicago. Um, the line right now is showing as a pick'em, which I, I think is very accurate. I mean, it's a 10-7 matchup. It's going to be close as it is, and I think a lot of people are rallying behind the success of Loyola Chicago in recent years and just want to see them do well. So who knows what's going to happen, but I can, you know, I'm leaning towards the 10 seed, but again, it's a pick'em. You know, kind of have at it. Next game going on here is Jacksonville State as a 15 seed against the number two seed Auburn. The line I'm seeing here is 15 and a half point favorite for Auburn. Now, just like Tennessee, Auburn is a very, very good team. They're playing at a decent time. They're playing at an opportune time, and I don't think Jacksonville State's going to pull a St. Peter against Kentucky. I'm going to go with Auburn, and I, I would probably take that, that number, even though that is very high. Personally, that's that's what I would lean towards. The next game here, Montana State and Texas Tech. Montana State's a 14 seed. Texas Tech is a 3 seed. Texas Tech is favored by 15 I would just take Texas Tech, although that is a really high number. You know, maybe, maybe I would, you know, consider taking them to cover, but I just, I don't see it. I just don't see it happening. Next game here, we got Yale and Purdue. Yale as the 14 seed, Purdue as a three seed. Purdue was favored by 16 and a half. Hopefully the Big Ten can favor a little better than so far uh, in the tournament. Um, obviously with Iowa being out, Rutgers being out, Indiana being out, Big Ten hasn't done much yet. I mean, obviously Michigan's advanced. Happy for that. But for a conference that sent nine teams, they're not looking so good right now. So Purdue, I think they need to get it done here. They need to have a statement win because for a conference that sent so many teams, they're not doing it right now. Now, next game here, um, we have number 15 seed Delaware against number 2 Villanova. 
Villain was always, always solid. I would I would lean towards Villanova covering now. They are favored by 15 and a half. That is a lot, but I don't think you're going to see a two seed get upset again. I think I think that's like a one and done thing for this tournament. I don't think um you're going to see that at this point. There's going to be no repeat of that Kentucky game. Now, the next game here, we have uh Miami Florida. So the the U against USC. Uh, it's a 10-7 matchup. USC is a 7. USC is favored by 2. I like USC. However, this could go either way. Um, if you pick Miami, I, I don't blame you. Personally, I, I like USC. I I think, obviously, they have some significant losses from last year. But, you know, it should be a veter- very entertaining game. This is one probably one of the toughest games I had deciding on my bracket. Should be a really good game, though. And and pretty close. I would say really close. Now, the next game here, from the play-in game, we have 11 seed Notre Dame against the number four seed, or sorry, number six seed Alabama. Alabama's favored by four. And a lot of people are picking Notre Dame. So I'm sticking with Alabama, but a lot of people are picking against Alabama. I don't know. I I wouldn't do it personally, but you know, it, it it seems like that's the trend. The trend is to pick Notre Dame. They did play one hell of a game uh in the first four, so I wouldn't be shocked if they repeat um and and put on a show against Alabama. I just I, I don't know. Guess I have the SEC bias here. Now, the next game here, we have Virginia Tech as an 11 seed against the number six seed Texas Longhorns, Texas is favored by one. Now, I know DJ and Josh here; he'll probably agree with me. He is a Texas fan. I'm going with Virginia Tech. You know what? They they played really well in their conference tournament, and I just haven't seen enough from Texas this year. Let's let's take it. You know what? It's it's only one. It's basically a pick'em. I think Virginia Tech gets it done. Now, next game here, we have number 13 seed Chattanooga as a six, eight point, as an eight point underdog to number four Illinois. I would personally, I would take Illinois. I, I know Chattanooga is a very dangerous team. Uh, they can certainly do something. They, they are talented but I can't go against Illinois. Uh, Kofi Coburn is one of the best players in college basketball. I just think they get it done. The next game here, we have C.S. Fullerton as a 15 seed against the number two seed Duke. I don't see it happening. Um, Duke is an 18 point, 18 and a half point favorite. I don't think it's going to happen. The, the upset for the two seats already happened. It's it's not going to happen. Although as much as I'd love to see it, it's it's not. Duke's going to win this. Um, and I think that's just that's a wrap on that game. <laughs> the next game here is one of the more intriguing games in my opinion. Now it's a, the eleven seed Iowa State against the number six seed LSU Tigers. 
LSU is a four-point favorite. Now, LSU also fired their coach not too long ago, like right, right after the SEC tournament before this. So as shaky as Iowa State is, and they haven't really done much, I would still take them over LSU. I just don't know what LSU has to prove without a coach. You know, obviously, they do have talent. Both teams do. I would take LSU. Now, the next game here, again, from the play-in game, Bright State, 16 seed against the one seed, Arizona. Arizona is a 21.5 point favorite. I say they get it done. Even as crazy as Gonzaga's game was, not playing well in the first half, they still got it done and covered. So, I think Arizona gets it done. And, you know, it's right state. They had a great year. But I just don't see that one one versus 16 upset like we saw a couple years ago. Now, just like I had Vermont uh, over Arkansas, this is one of my other long shot, long shot upsets that I, I feel strongly for. And I would certainly hit on is UAB as a as a 12 seed against the five seed Houston. It always happens. The five seeds. We saw it today. We saw two of them go down. So why not UAB? They are one of the most efficient teams. Great shooting team. And I just don't think they match up well against Houston. Now Houston is a eight and a half point favorite. I'm taking UAB. Now, we have three more games left here. Number 10, Davidson, against number 7, Michigan State. Michigan State's favored by one. Even though Davidson never won their championship, they were the one seed. I like Davidson. I just haven't seen enough of Michigan State this year. And Davidson's best player probably has a chip on his shoulder since he is a transfer from Michigan State. I'd, I'd like to see it happen. Now, the second last game of the night, we have number three, Wisconsin, against number 14, Colgate. Again, a ton of Big Ten games. A ton of Big Ten teams here. Uh, Wisconsin's favored by seven and a half. I believe they get it done. I mean, Colgate, this is their second time uh, heading to the tournament. They were certainly there last year. And performed quite well i just don't see it happening i don't see colgate going out and pulling this upset as much as i'd like to see it i'm just saying it's it's not gonna happen and on the last game of the night number eight tc uh seton hall sorry number eight seton hall against the number nine tcu um horned frogs i believe they are um seton hall is favored by one i have tcu but again, it's it's so close. Basically a pick em. Um I don't blame you if you pick uh, Seton Hall, but I'm just leaning towards the, the Big 12 here. But regardless, um, who knows what's going to happen. Crazy things have happened today. Crazier things will probably happen tomorrow. And um, I'm just going to end on that note. This is, uh, you know... It's been a great day of basketball. We have another great day ahead and a great weekend ahead as well. But please be safe. 
gamble, you know, responsibly here and hopefully you win some money. And uh, we will see you with a recap after this weekend's done.